A string buzzed against his fingernail. The finger itself slipped, and the beat was lost. Damiano muttered something that was a bit profane. The problem isn't in your hand at all. It's here, said Damiano's teacher, and he laid his ivory hand on the young man's right shoulder. Damiano turned his head in surprise, his coarse black ringlets trailing over the fair skin of that hand. He shifted within his winter robe, which was colored like a tarnished brass coin and heavy as coins. The color suited Damiano, whose complexion was rather more warm than fair. My shoulder is tight? Damiano asked, knowing the answer already. He sighed and let his arm relax. His finger slid limply across the yew-wood face of the liuto that lay propped on his right thigh. The sleeve of the robe, much longer than his arm and banded in scarlet, toppled over his wrist. He flipped the cloth up with a practiced, unconscious movement that also managed to toss his tangle of black hair from his face. Damiano's hand, arm, and shoulder were slim and loosely jointed, as was the rest of him. Again, he continued, I thought I had overcome that tightness months ago. His eyes and eyelashes were as soft and black as the woolen mourning cloth that half the women of the town wore, and his eyes grew even blacker in his discouragement. He sighed once more. Raphael's grip on the youth tightened. He shook him gently, laughing, and drew Damiano against him. You did. And you will overcome it again and again, as many times as it crops up, as long as you play the instrument, as long as you wear flesh. Damiano glanced up. As long as I... Well, in that case, may I fight my problem a good hundred years. Is that why you never make mistakes, Seraph? No flesh? His toothy smile apologized for the witticism, even as he spoke it. Without waiting for an answer, he dropped his eyes to the liuto and began to play. First the treble line of the dance, then the bass line, then both together. Raphael listened, his eyes quiet, blue as lapis. His hand still lay on Damiano's shoulder, encouraging him. Raphael's great glistening wings twitched slightly with the beat of the music. They caught the cloudy daylight and sent pearly glints across the tiles of the wall. Damiano played again, this time with authority, and smoothly passed the place where he had to change the meter. Two strokes, very fast, plucked by the middle finger. When he was done, he looked up, his face flushed with success, his lower lip red because he'd been biting down on it. Raphael smiled. His wings gathered forward and in, making a sort of private chamber within the drafty Del Strago Hall. I liked that, the angel said. The way you played it, two, first each line, then both. Damiano shrugged and flicked his sleeves from his hands, his hair from his face. Though his expression remained cool through this praise, he squirmed on the bench like a child. Oh, that was just to warm up to it. I wouldn't perform it that way. Why not? It's too simple. There's nothing to it, just playing the one line, even without any trills or ornament. The Archangel Raphael took the little wooden instrument out of Damiano's hands. He edged away along the bench and his wings swept back in a businesslike manner. His face, as he returned the strings, 
was chiseled perfectly, almost harsh in its perfection, unapproachable, forbidding. But the high B-string rang flat, the pin tended to slip, and his left eyebrow shot up in theatrical shock, along with his left wing. Damiano smothered a laugh. Slowly, Raphael began to play the melody, Che Fut on Mai, which is a very simple tune, one he had helped Damiano to learn three years previously.